Mom Training Podcast with Diana Ballard. Ladies, I have a special treat for you. <laughs> this is our first man on the Mom Training Podcast. Say what? <laughs> Guys, my husband is going to join us today and I'm so excited about it. Because this, we're going to talk about love languages today, and this is something that has definitely helped our relationship, helped us understand each other better, understand ourselves better. So we're going to share kind of how we use the love languages, like literally like all the time, like, uh, in a lot of conversations, communicating with each other, conflict management, everything like that. Uh, if you've never heard of love languages before, it's it's by a man named Gary Chapman. He has a, a website, fivelovelanguages.com. You can definitely check him out. And if you if you have not heard of love languages before, it's you know physical touch, quality time, service, gifts, words of affirmation, highly powerful ways of being able to show love to your loved one or receive them yourself. So I'm super excited to talk about this with my husband and have you guys kind of, you know, chime in to our conversation here. So James, I want you to share, I know you had a really interesting experience when you went to a conference lately where you talked to a man that had no idea about these love languages at all. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for introducing me, Diane. Um, so I'd, I'd gone to a kind of a professional training event and, um, one of my, you know, I'd found kind of like a group to share the room with so we could split, uh, the hotel bill. And one of the guys uh, came in and you could tell he had, uh, he, had, he definitely had something going on and, you know, a few, few questions, prompts about how things were going on. And, uh, he quickly kind of shared his story, which boiled down to his wife had taken his kids and, uh, had left leaving him like a note or something like that of basically, and they had been married seven years and had either three or four children. He was a chicken farmer and it was just, uh, just heartbreaking story because, when we were talking with him, he said, well, she'd been complaining for, for years that, um, you know, they hadn't been connecting, that she hadn't been feeling loved from him. And as soon as we, the conversation led to that, I said, well, have you been speaking her love languages? And he'd never heard them before in his life. So I briefly explained, so like, here's the website. And I, I sent him to the, the five languages.com because they have a quiz there. He took it really quick. And then he did it for his wife and you could just see this like aha fireworks going off. And he just, he almost broke down into tears because he said, I realize I have never spoken her love language to her our entire marriage. I have only done mine. Um, and so, and that's where, because I have some experience with, uh, I got my bachelor's in counseling and have worked at a outpatient site clinic. I had to explain to him like, when, when people are like that, when, when you speak the wrong love language, it's like two ships passing in the night. Even though one's talking and trying to connect, nothing's happening, nothing's going on there. So, um, yeah, so this is just why it's important to know each other's love languages. And, and Diana and I, have, we've had to, we, we had this conversation pretty early on about what our love languages is. And we took the quiz so we could uh, know each other's. And how do you feel that's that's helped us? <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, I, I feel the, the, one of the biggest things that it's helped us with is just to know how to speak to each other. As as we with this story with this young father uh, that I met at this event, he had been telling, he had been showing he loved her for their entire marriage for like seven years, 
how he wanted to be loved, and it did not enter in. Yeah, she did not receive it. She she said multiple. He said, "Yeah, she's always saying like I don't really care about her, even though I'm doing all these things for her." I think his love language is like was gifts, and um, I think it was like gifts and words of affirmation, and where hers was like quality time and, and touch, uh, or maybe his was touch. I can't remember exactly, but so he was doing. I think no, I think his was touch and gifts, and hers was words of affirmation, and and uh quality time and that was the big problem because as a chicken farmer he was super busy so he never gave her quality time and he wasn't really like a a a build her up verbally even though he wasn't negative and he just realized she never felt loved because he never spoke her language ouch (laughs) yeah and i mean we can see how that would be really hard you know, Jane, one of James' main love languages is physical touch. And, I mean, I love snuggling and I love, you know, being close and, and holding hands or whatever. But that is not my first thought when it comes to... <laughs> is it, isn't physical touch like your third or fourth one down? I, get, I think it was much lower I mean, on I don't need physical touch like you need physical touch. Like, yeah. so he'll come up and, like, he'll come up and, like, like be, I'm, like, doing the dishes and he's, like, poking me and tickling me and like kissing all over my neck or something and I'll be like dude I'm, I'm trying to finish the dishes and you know he just luckily because we've had this conversation about love languages he's like honey I'm I'm just needing some like she, she's <clears throat> phrasing this very kindly I come up and I basically <laughs> pester her until it registers either me or on her that I like oh honey I think I need some physical touch here and, and like I've literally it's only been the last couple of years that it's registered oh and I'm pestering my wife it's because I'm wanting physical attention, you know, and it's kind of a joke and that's, so, that's but I, now. but I appreciate so much that he, he reminds me that of that because I mean, literally like, I'll be like, Oh, Oh, thank you for reminding me. And like, I instantly start the back scratch, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like, which is glorious. <laughs> if, if your husband has physical touch as a, as a love language, this is, this is key. Just a nice, good back scratch. Actually. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And like, I mean, just, just, it's so interesting, the differences, because like, even like getting in bed, like I get in my comfortable position and, you know, and then he's like an octopus, like <laughs> snuggling up against me. I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. Hey, how's it going? You know? And I have to remember <laughs> that physical touch is one of his and like, that's something that brings him joy and, and he feels loved. And I literally, it just doesn't cross my mind. It's definitely not one of my top you know, like I don't need it as, as the way that he needs it. Right. And so <clears throat> me knowing that this is his love language, I can like reciprocate that. And it literally is like going out of my way, like sometimes to like, make sure I'm like just touching his arm or touching his leg or, you know, like rubbing his head, like when he's falling asleep or, you know, just reaching over, like, it's not my natural like way of doing things, <laughs> you know? So sometimes our love languages might, you know, you know, giving someone else their love languages, like might not be something that we're used to or, you know, is natural for yeah, us. Comes naturally to us. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually had to point out to her that, uh, I think our son Micah is the same because he'll come and be pestering and like yanking and tugging on hands and whatever. I'm like, honey, I think he has physical touch as a love language too. 
<laughs> and so, but I must I must say the 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 octopus snuggling it's it's proven by science it helps release endorphins <laughs> oxytocin if you snuggle if you're fiercely snuggling it releases more oxytocin so I'm just oh I'm just saying <laughs> ridiculous so, but I love you but um, one point that's also actually as she kind of touched on that I wanted to also follow up with is it why it's important to know your own because um, we found that is like Diana's had to say honey I need some quality time or I need like my 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 service leveling which is not really being hit like whether I'm I'm too busy working on other projects or something and and she she reminds me and I know that's what I need to do and she's always very appreciative and you can tell it really hits home it sinks deeply into heart she comes alive her eyes sparkle all the fun stuff <laughs> of like when I do the love languages that that strike her heart I've I guess one way that I've always thought of love languages is that they're kind of like, you know, there's a house and you're trying to go into the house or things are trying to get into the house, but there's windows and doors that they can go through. And if you're doing love languages that are not theirs, it's hitting walls. You know, it's like a straight shot in. Mm. But if you hit the love language, it's like a door straight into the heart. Um, that really, it really means something. And it's how you help somebody feel like you really care about. Um, so... Honey, did you want to add anything, or do, should we dive well, into these love languages? I just just have to say, like, I know that, like, me knowing my own love language is, like, really important. Because I'll be like, why am I so mad? Why, like, why <laughs> why am I, like, upset that, you know, it, it, he's he's working on something else? Or, like, I, I, I've been fine for days, and then all of a sudden I'm like, but I... I I need you right now, you know, and just being able to like have some insight into myself being like, Oh, Oh, I, I haven't, you know, spent quality time with him in the last five days and I've been fine for, you know, <laughs> those many days, but I need to, um, spend some quality time. So then I can able to like effectively communicate that instead of just wondering why the heck I'm like upset, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just really helped me a lot and realizing that him helping with the dishes, either me asking or him doing it voluntary. Listen, when he does it like voluntary, it like, I'm like, did you do the dishes for me? Oh my gosh. Like I, I have like the most amazing husband in the world. Like I'm just so like overjoyed. Like I can't even believe it. And it's just like a sink full of dishes. Right. But service is one of mine. <laughs> so it's really something that can be so simple. It's like the back scratch or the doing the dishes or, you know, spending five minutes a day being like, tell me about your day. And if, Oh, I just, you know, I'm able to spend some quality time and be listened to, you know? So, but yeah, let's jump into the, the different love languages and kind of share like some things that we've learned in there. Yes. So. Sounds like a plan. All right. So first <laughs> off is uh, quality time. Okay, Diana, this is definitely yours. Tell us, <laughs> tell us about this love language and what's significant about it to you. Okay. So quality time, and I'm just going to explain how I understand it. So obviously you can go to the website and you can look these up to kind of get more in detail descriptions of them. This is just, we're sharing our experience of the love languages and how they connect for us. Yeah. So quality time is one-on-one -on -one time. So if you know there's like group events you know we have a lot of like parties at our house we have like to have dinners and people over and everything now that is fun and it you know it's it's spending time with people but the, the things that really matter to me is when like i'm being paid attention to like 100 <laughs> percent. when it's like i it, it's like hey i, re I really want to like hear what you have to say what's important to you 
what what you did today that you felt good about what are you thinking like stuff like that uh and you know listening like a scheduled hangout you know you know i have a friend that we have a scheduled phone call every week that we talk you know that's quality time and we each get a time to share things and it's an uplifting conversation uh you know we're being like surprised with hey like I've, I've taken the evening off. I'm get, I would love, love to spend it with you. Are you available? Or, you know, I've planned this date. We can, we can go out and do something special. Like, this is quality time, okay? So that's, those are a couple examples of, of what quality time looks like. And just I'm going to throw in an example of what might rub a quality time person the wrong way is if someone's, like, constantly distracted. Say they're watching, like, a TV show or playing on their phone or like doing something or like interested in something else when you're really wanting to spend time with them. That's definitely something that if you're finding there's friction at all in your marriage of like, you know, hey, can you can you just stop doing that for a second and spend time with me? That could be like a, a good flag that you might have someone in your relationship that wants quality time. So why don't you tell them about physical touch because that's yours. Okay. So, and, and I've noticed this and I've heard this from various points and I'm pretty think our situation is common of where one love language is higher on the scale than another. And for me, physical touch is either one or two. I can't remember which, um, but it's definitely higher than Diana's. And so for me, I've noticed that in some relationships, it's not always equal. I, I can only imagine one relationship where two people have love, physical touch as their prior, top priority. Must be very touchy feely, or I don't know. They make lots of babies. They are something because <laughs> there's there must be a lot of touch. But I've heard from other people where it's like, no, my my husband's low on the scale for physical touch. My wife is high, you know, type of thing. But for me, it's kind of like, I guess you could say like the more the better, um, but only when I want it, you know, what, which is weird, you know, it just comes in spurts. Um, <laughs> For me, somebody, I'll be, somebody like pinching your butt that doesn't do anything for no. you, like when you're like doing exactly. dishes or yes. focusing on something, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So for me, it's usually a gentle, a gentle touch, like a back scratch. Um, one thing I think I've realized, uh, uh, well, like you know, say we're like sleeping in bed over, and she like reaches over an, a toe and like touches me with it, like oh, my little heart goes pitter patter. It's like yay. Um, oh my gosh. It's, it's. I think what stands out to me is when. I know that she has gone out of the way to to touch, to just, you know, a pat on the back, a back scratch, you know, a thoughtful arm rub, whatever it is. To me, that's what I find is the most meaningful for me with physical touch. Um, and obviously power snuggles at night. We just love lots of snuggles and the more contact, the better. And then all is well. <laughs> yep. And that's why we have four children. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm pregnant with number four. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so service. Um, <clears throat> this is definitely one of mine. Yeah, this is definitely one of yours. Um, like willing assistance, case okay? surprise help. Like I said, you know, when he is like easing my responsibilities, like by surprising me with it, you know, and I, I, I've hit gold. I'm telling you, with my husband, like he, I'll like he'll be sweeping the floor or you know, helping like put things away, like even without me asking him or, you know, we have worked out like, you know, some evenings he'll watch the kids and he'll also be in charge of the kitchen that night. And like how much load that takes off of me just to help me with like something that, you know, would probably take half an hour or like an hour, like with the kids involved, it might take me a longer time, right? In between helping people, but to just 
have that little bit of help, man, that takes such a load off of me. That makes me feel so loved and that like encouraged, like it's almost like, it almost reminds me of like, it like words of affirmation type thing of like, I can do this. Like, wow. Like I, I, I have, I have a little bit of help. Like it kind of just takes the load off. Like I'm, I'm capable of being able to do this and, and the help really helps me, you know? So the, the service is bringing someone a treat, you know, I guess that could be gifts too, but like bringing someone dinner. Like I love bringing people dinner. Cause that's one of, you know, serving, serving people. So I bring people dinner all the time, even when, you know, they don't need it. Like I love giving little old ladies dinner. I'm just going to say that. I wish I knew a little more little old men, but I just don't. I just know tons of little old ladies because their husbands have died, which is so sad. But, <clears throat> you know, like, so that, that is a way you could also recognize someone that has like the love language of service is someone is constantly wanting to serve other people to do other things. Yeah. And that's, that's actually one point I wanted to make, uh, and we might as well make it right now, is if you have somebody in your relationship who seems to be making a lot of effort to connect with you, but it just doesn't seem to be connecting, it's probably because they're speaking to you in their love language, not yours. Um, whether it's a, a husband a sp- or a spouse of any kind, or like a family member or a parent, just realize they're, they're probably speaking to you in theirs. Like I, I know people who have gift giving is their love language and boy do they give lots of gifts and i and i realized oh i need to make efforts to speak back to them in their love language in order for this to be kind of a, a reciprocal healthy relationship which actually just before we forget we there's two more love languages and we don't want to keep this too long so uh let's do words of affirmation and then we'll touch on gifts last okay. um so for me words of affirmation have it's when somebody gives a heartfelt sincere you know thank you or a sincere compliment you know people compliment and it can feel like rote but when it's like sincere and heartfelt like you can feel it and that's really impactful for me i mean words of affirmation i think kind of are if if, if you are very impacted by words of affirmation or uh sorry if you're very impacted by affirmations in general then words of affirmation are probably in your love language. And if you're not feeling, if you're rate highly, you probably need some more verbal encouragement. Um, and so, yeah, talk, talk, talk with family members about that and say, hey, I might need some more verbal affirmations or verbal um, words of affirmation. to Encouragement. Yeah. Well, and I know for me with words of affirmation, I'd probably say that's my third is words of affirmation is like when I'm having a hard time or like I, I'm needing to verbally process some <laughs> frustration, the the biggest thing that helps me in that moment, one is to listen to me, right? If I just need to kind of vent a little bit, like get out some frustration and try to figure out a solution. But if someone's like, you are completely capable of doing this. Like, I don't, I don't know why you're tripping. Like you can totally do this. You've conquered things far harder than this and you know that so why don't you like stop with this discouragement stuff and just step up and like do what you've done before which is conquer things right now that like that those type when you know you're struggling or you're frustrated to have someone remind you of your wins or remind you of like hey you can totally do this and like mean it and maybe they've known you for years man that's that's some powerful stuff. So if you have someone in in your 
your home, whether it be you or your spouse, a kid that's, you know, really feeds off of positive things that you say, then you, you could have someone in your home that's words of affirmation. And we're, we're talking about these love languages, not just for your spouse or yourself, but your kids as well. You know, I, I realized with my daughter, like, Quality oh, time and service. Yeah, she blossoms under <laughs> I mean, can, can we go on a mommy date? Can we go on a daddy date? Is it time yet? Can we spend special time together? Can we get dressed up and go and have fun? And it literally could be like driving around the block. Oh my gosh, this is a mommy day. You're taking me to dance. You know? yeah. Like, it's really important to know the, these love languages for your family. Because, you know, again, if you're not speaking them or you're speaking the wrong one, they might not feel loved. Yeah, and and I've noticed you'll you'll know, at least for me I've noticed my kids when I hit their love language there's a special response that comes out of them like they light up a lot more than normal they like really respond to it they start talking back like Olivia's really good at that she's when we've fed her with affirmations she'll do the same back she'll be like mommy you're the best or daddy you're just the best and it's and it's really sweet and tender so I. I, I really think this is as much as important for kids as for spouses. So, All right, let's touch on gifts. Yeah. Um, so this isn't really high for me, and I don't think it's very high for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do know I have a tiny bit of surprises. It doesn't really have to be that big of a surprise, but... Food. Yeah, food mostly. <laughs> I literally, hold on. When I go to like an event or something, and I'm like coming home... I literally know that if I just wrap something in a napkin from my, from, from like the, whatever the dinner they made for us, or there was like appetizers or anything, literally, if I bring him home, <laughs> just even like a little surprise from a She food, was thinking of me and it makes me warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> he get, I mean, he, I mean, ladies, there are not many men who don't get excited by a surprise of food. Especially something really tasty. I mean, literally like two bites of a sandwich. <laughs> it's true. I mean, literally like, I saved you, you know, two two bites. Which, two bites of a woman sandwich, like two woman bites is one man bite. So, I mean, he scarfs that thing. In one. But he had a nice bite of something was, tasty. Yes, you know? yes, it was. It was. <laughs> so, yeah, like someone that likes surprises is definitely something, you know, you know, love language of gifts. Yeah. Someone that's always giving gifts Someone that's like buying you stuff or sending you stuff in the mail. That's definitely someone who has a love language of gifts. Yeah. And I, I, I'm remembering now I do have one friend and I know for a fact love, gifts is his love language. And while he is more of an artistic soul, not more of artistic, he is definitely an artistic soul. And he loves gifts of, of, of meaning and of like that are very sentimental or just have meaning. So like, I mean, his, I remember his apartment was filled with just like, you know, like a hundred year old, like tiny Bible that was illegible. That was somebody's great grandparent and to them was trash, but it was like a, you know, just a really old Bible in it. And they just felt like he would like it and appreciate it. And sure enough, he did. Or like an old, um, even though he's not Catholic, he had like an old, like Catholic little fold out, like shrine thing. I can't remember what, but he just, he just loved the history and he loved that somebody gave and shared this something that was important to them that they loved him enough to share it with him. And that's, I think, is kind of like the key, at least that I've seen, of, of gifts of service. Or, sorry, the gift love, gift giving love language is that it just, it was meaningful to you and that you 
show them or you explain to them why it was meaningful and that you're wanting them to have it now too, you know. And so I think that's for those who are gift givers and gift receive, you know, love to receive gifts. Um, I think that's definitely that's definitely part of that whole equation of gift giving. You know, and I have to say though that if your your love language is not gift giving or service or quality time or affirmations or anything like that, we still need to be sensitive to if people are showing their love language to us, you know, like say someone's giving lots of gifts or maybe yours is an affirmation or touch, you know, like octopus hugging you is not like <laughs> the biggest, you know, bucket filling thing. Like it's not like it's bad, but it's, it's not exactly what the person needs to, to be sensitive to that and like communicate, you know, if you're not getting your love language from them, like you just need to communicate with them so that they can realize, Hey, I, I'm needing a little bit of, of this too. Like I'm totally fine giving you, you know, <laughs> like receiving and, and giving this love language, but Hey, I need this too, but being sensitive to people that might love a little different than you. Yeah. And, and I also think it's important to remember that just if you have the capacity to appreciate somebody else speaking to you in their love language, um, even though it might not be yours, um, if you have that capacity, use it, uh, leverage that, because even though they might not be speaking to you, you can still appreciate that they're making an effort um, and that they're really trying to, to do something for you, like they're trying to speak to you in their love language. So, And that's why it's so important to be like intuitive and like have you know, a little bit of insight into these love languages so that you can be able to actually be like, oh, okay, this is what they're doing. Oh my gosh, my husband's been bugging me. Stop touching me. <laughs> oh, this is his love language. He's trying to express fondness for me or ex express he loves me in a physical or way. Or need, you know, just, yeah. yeah. So it's, I, I think that the love languages are almost crucial. They in are. They are in relationships in general with everybody around us. Yeah, there's there's definitely things. So overall, I would just encourage you kind of, I always like to give challenges if, if I'm given a lesson or something along those lines. Take the quiz with you and your spouse or or just go to the website and look it up again. It's fivelovelanguages.com and see if you're missing somebody's love language. See if your ship's passing in the night. And that you need to try to speak each other's love languages better. Um, I can promise you, from from that story, I remember his. He just, it was lightning struck, and he got it. He realized why his marriage had been failing because he'd never spoken his life's, wife's love language in seven years. And and so I encourage you, don't let that happen to you or your family because it's definitely helped us, and I'm sure it will help you. Yeah, totally. You know, James, this has been really fun. <laughs> and so this was actually his idea, you guys. He's like, hey, well, why don't I do an episode with you? And I'm like, that would be awesome. So James is great. I'm so excited that he's joined us. We'll have to have you on again. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> so ladies, go to the fivelovelanguages.com. Take the, the test for you, maybe even your kids, your husband. and Or and, have him take it for yeah, himself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but how, you know... Figure out what those love languages are in your home. And I, I guarantee it'll create a lot more harmony in your environment. So thanks for tuning in today. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday in the Mom Training Podcast. And if you've liked having James on here, give me some feedback. And maybe we'll have him on a little more often. 
So uh, see you next week. Bye.